0: Take your career further with an online or hybrid graduate degree from St. Edward's University. Uncover your inner expert and tackle real-life professional challenges with the personalized support of experienced faculty. Earn your degree with the flexibility you need to balance school and your personal life. Find out more about online and hybrid graduate degrees at degrees.stedwards.edu. Don't wait for your future. Create it at St. Edward's.
1: Deep underground, the Jelly Belly Factory, Bebe is in her secret laboratory creating the weird and wild flavors of Beanboozle. I've it again! Is it pomegranate or old bandage? Dare to compare. Beemboozle, 6th edition. Are you brave enough? You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred.
0: I have a question be respectful of me you can act like a man he's colossal stupendous one might even go so far as to say he's mediocre
2: i guess i should salute you with a worthy adversary and all that but the truth is i really did hate your guts
0: this is single storm podcast
2: This exchange between Senator Rand Paul and the disgraced FBI director, Christopher Wray, didn't get a lot of attention. But I think I think it ought to be played over and over and over again for every American out there to give you an indication of how just how far our so-called institutions have fallen Uh, in, in service. They've fallen from service to us to service to the elites. And I think no greater example exists than the FBI. And I got to say about the FBI, targeting whole religions for persecution is is way beyond what they're supposed to be doing. And this this, folks, is what had those who were pointing fingers at the Soviet Union and communist China saying, hey, that's dangerous for humankind. That's the type of secret police that I believe the FBI is descending into under Christopher Wray. And here's this back and forth with Senator Rand Paul. Have a listen to this. Director A, did the FBI, FBI pay Twitter money to moderate uh, content moderation?
1: I'm not aware of us paying money to moderate content there or anywhere what was else. The,
2: what was the $3 million for that the FBI gave that's been revealed in Twitter files, which has been characterized by those writing the Twitter files as payment for content moderation? Basically, they said Twitter, you know, you guys were meeting with them all the time. And you had them taken down so many posts, they said, well, gosh, it's a lot of work. Why don't you pay us? And so you did. You paid them $3 million. Are you aware of the payment?
1: I'm not aware of that specific payment, but I can tell you that when it comes to payments, uh, going back well over four decades, when we are required by federal law, when a company, like in this instance a provider, uh, goes through expenses to produce information, uh, we're required to reimburse them for those expenses.
2: Yeah, see, and boy, a provider, they're a social media company, number one. It's Americans Free Speech, number two. And they weren't producing information for you, sir. They were silencing information. And a lot of it ended up being factually true. And boy, evasive. Oh, I'm unaware of the payment. How the hell can you not be aware of the payment? The Twitter files were revelations that, that the entire country were aghast to learn. How, how does the FBI director not know about the $3 million that's at the center of basically saying, hey, our government has turned against us, courtesy of you, Christopher Ray." Here's Elon Musk talking with, uh, who was he, Joe Rogan? Yeah. Says Twitter 1.0 was a tool for government. It was a tool for guys like Christopher Ray to silence Americans' free speech. And here, the, Christopher Ray, you might want to tune into Joe Rogan's podcast. You might get a clue as to what your FBI is doing, sir.
1: The degree to which Twitter was simply um, an arm of the government was not well understood by the public. And uh, it, it was, there was no, it was whatever the official government, I mean, it was like Pravda, basically. Um, you know, it's a state publication is the way to think of old Twitter. It's a state publication.
0: And was the justification from their perspective that they are progressive liberals? They have the right intentions. It's important that they stay in power. The progressive liberals stay in government and power because this is the this is their. There, there was
1: there was uh, basically oppression of um, any any views that would even I would say be considered middle of the road, um, but certainly anything on the the right. I'm not talking about like. Like far right, I'm just talking mildly right. The people like Republicans were suppressed at 10 times the rate of Democrats. Um, now, that's because uh, old Twitter was fundamentally controlled by the far left.
2: Hmm. Fundamentally controlled by the far left. And now we have the revelations from Jim Jordan that told us that the government was sponsoring suppression of First Amendment, of Americans' First Amendment rights of free speech. And in so doing, folks, they were taking factual statements, says Jim Jordan's multiple reports that he's citing in his evaluation and his research and his his oversight. Jim Jordan says not only were Republicans who were stating facts were they being suppressed, Democrats who were out there out and out lying, they were not. So the fix was in. If you were a Republican and you had center-right leanings, you had your your voice silenced by your very own government. You're paying your government to silence your voice. Of course, this is a betrayal, a betrayal of everything that we hold near and dear, a betrayal of the First Amendment guarantee of free speech brought to you by the Socialist Democrat Party and funded by guys like uh, George Soros. George Soros, of course, a very well-known left-wing financier, and Elon Musk giving his impression of, of George Soros. Listen.
1: I mean, Soros actually, you know, it, he, he is, I believe, the top contributor to the Democratic Party. Um, the second one was uh, Sam, Sam bankman fried yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, and, and Soros, I don't know. I mean, he had a very difficult upbringing. Um, and uh, I... In my opinion, he fundamentally hates humanity. That's my opinion. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, he's doing things that erode the fabric of civilization.
2: Yeah. And you know, if that's your thing, you know, undermining civilization and hating on humanity, there's only one party you can donate to in the United States that will fulfill that. That would be Democrats. Up next, a conversation with a sitting U.S. senator on the Salcedo Storm podcast. Our sponsor. Does the state of the economy have your head spinning? Let American Medical Plans relieve one burden, health insurance. American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays and no deductibles. You choose your doctors, you choose your hospitals. These plans have nothing to do with your income and are 30 to 60 percent less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. You deserve better. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you.
1: every weekday afternoon on Newsmax.
2: Tucker Carlson's getting a wake-up call with his experience with Fox News. I've had a couple. When DirecTV stopped carrying Newsmax, I said to myself, Self, why am I funding AT&T, DirecTV's parent company? So I made the switch to Patriot Mobile. I thought it was silly to send my money to those who were actively hurting me. I was also taught a very valuable lesson about independence, the foundational principles of the United States of America. And Patriot Mobile backs those values too. Faith, freedom, prosperity, when you make the switch at patriotmobile.com storm, you're supporting your values. You're supporting a company that gives millions of dollars to the causes that you and I support. And you're also helping your liberty-loving Latino's voice stay free and independent. You'll also get an industry-leading coverage guarantee and discounts for multi-line users, veterans, first responders, active military. Why fund the woke one day longer? Switch to Patriot Mobile. Call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Or just go to patriotmobile.com. .com slash storm. Use my promo code storm to get free activation. Make the switch to Patriot Mobile. Tired of cable news lying to you? It's time the establishment
0: media went the way of the dinosaurs and for free digital journalism to rise. At Texas Scorecard, we bring you real news for real Texan with no paywalls ever. Go to
1: Texas Scorecard.com today.
2: Katie Britt, she was elected U.S. Senator for Alabama in 2022. She previously served As president and CEO of the Business Council of Alabama from 2018 to 2021, as well as chief of staff to U.S. Senator Richard Shelby, Uh, Senator Britt is the author of a new book, God Calls Us to Do Hard Things, Lessons from the Alabama Wiregrass. Senator, welcome to the Salcedo Storm podcast.
0: Chris, thank you so much for having me. Uh, It's certainly an honor to be on with you and to have the opportunity to be in front of your listeners.
2: Well, you know, before we get to the book, we have some uh, some issues, some policy issues to to sort out the Senate, the, the, the Senate, to your knowledge, have they done any work whatsoever on the appropriation bills that have been sent over to that from the House thus far?
0: So uh, once again, we have Chuck Schumer dragging his feet. Um, this is a common place. This is commonplace in the U.S. Senate. We've seen it since the very beginning um what we have done on the senate side obviously is pass all 12 bills out of committee i am on the senate appropriations committee so we were very proud for the first time in five years uh it got each one of those bills out individually amended them individually so certainly uh did our part then it's up to chuck schumer to bring things to the floor and once again we see What he would prefer is to have a stalemate and at the end of the day, um, you know, create some big omnibus bill that he writes by himself behind closed doors. And we have said consistently, and I have said, I'm not voting for that. We want to do our job. We want to do what we came here to do, um, advocate for our constituents, fight for the American people. And that means passing each one of these appropriations bills um, and properly funding the government And so we're continuing to work to stand up to Chuck Schumer and say, let's actually do our job and let's get back to work.
2: And Senator, as you know, there are some in your caucus who support what many call governing by emergency or ruling by emergency uh, who prefer this omnibus approach, which basically is just a a whole lump of garbage. Everybody's wish list. Nobody gets told no. This garbage bill, they say, well, you've got to pass this or else we're going to shut the government down. Of course, they spend all year, as you rightly point out, dragging their feet and not doing any work for the American people. So as far as you are concerned, you are a no for this governing by emergency.
0: Correct. I I am not going to, um, they will not have my vote on an omnibus bill. One thing that I have done is, uh, stood beside Senator Lankford, um, been a co-sponsor of his bill bill print for printing government shutdowns. And, and Chris, if you haven't looked into that, highly encourage you to do. What it does is is it doesn't um, allow us to, to have that kind of moment because it immediately puts us into a position where we have to work around the clock, a two week CR actually doing our job i want you to look at the number of days that the united states senate has taken off under chuck schumer it seems that he's taken a page out of biden's playbook and seems that vacation is the priority over actually getting in the room and getting our work done so what this would do, it would not let us leave. It would not let us travel. It would not let us move. We would have to sit there, work together, get these bills passed, and do our job. And that's what we need to do. Well, You're exactly right. They continue to try to hang things over our head. We've got to stand up and say no more. And that's certainly what we're doing right now.
2: Yeah, we're suffering under that in Texas. We have a, a an alleged Republican-controlled Texas House that takes more time off and vacations than they actually do spending work. So it's a, it's a bipartisan affliction. And I have said Republicans have to abandon the Democrat work ethic if they want to provide voters a choice at the ballot box. Now, your colleagues, Senators Tuberville and Vance, they are placing holds on left-wing extremists and their promotion inside of our government for various reasons, whether it be the Department of Injustice or whether it be uh, those folks that are uh, bucking for promotions inside of the U.S. military. Given the scope and the level of harm the Democrat Party has dished up to this country over the last two and a half, three years, shouldn't every Republican who claims to be an actual Opposition to a Democrat, shouldn't they be doing what those senators are doing to stop the the, un, the unprecedented harm being dished out to our country by the Democrat Party?
0: Well, l- let me tell you. Ever since um, we've seen Joe Biden take office, our country is weaker and more vulnerable at every single turn. We've got to use every tool in our toolbox to push back on that. We need a strong and strengthened border. Which, you being there in Texas, I hope we get an opportunity to talk about that in a second we look at what's happening over broad, uh, abroad, obviously under President Trump, we actually achieve peace through strength. Under Joe Biden, it's total weakness. And then we see what's happening here at home. One thing I want to put on your radar about Senator Vance, he also put forth an amendment that got on to a piece of legislation that we just passed that said we, we're not going to let the federal government mask us in the transportation space. So his leadership there was tremendous. Look at what Coach is doing. I mean, let's think about this. If, if the media were actually telling the truth, then what they would say is Joe Biden just put in place a policy that is a clear violation of the spirit of the Hyde Amendment. It will allow us to pay you taxpayer dollars to facilitate the travel of someone who's going to take the life of a child, mm-hmm. potentially in the ninth month of pregnancy. That is disgusting. It is despicable. It is absolutely contrary to where we have been in this nation and where we are in this nation. And, and we have to stand up and fight. And we have to say Joe Biden is the one who changed his policy. Uh, Coach Chubberville did not change his policy. Joe Biden changed his policy. As we work diligently to protect life, we'll also work diligently to make sure that our men and women in uniform are the best um, trained, equipped, and ready across the globe. There's an opportunity to do both. And that's certainly what the Republican Conference is working to do.
2: And let me add another adjective to that. By the way, folks, the senator is completely correct that Joe Biden has tried to dedicate taxpayer-funded Dollars to the transportation of military personnel or their family members to states so they can get so they can slaughter their children in the womb. That is against the Hyde Amendment. the The adjective I'm going to add is it's illegal. And of course, that's why a Democrat regime is undertaking it, folks. Katie Britt is our guest. She's a senator. She just got elected in 2022, and she's got a book out called "God Calls Us to Do Hard Things: Lessons from the Alabama Wiregrass." which we're going to get to here in a second, because I think it all ties in. Now, you mentioned the border. And I, I want to, to to couch this up in an issue that we have been dealing with. Roughly 8 million illegal alien, mostly military-age men being allowed into this country by the Democrat Party, and by the way, facilitated by the votes of 18 of your Senate GOP colleagues in that disgraceful and disgusting omnibus bill that they all voted for and facilitated. So let's... let's Couch that in the context of Rashida Tlaib, who is out there chanting this genocidal slogan from the from the river to the sea. And no Democrat, Senator Britt, will, will condemn by name any of the anti-Semites in the Democrat Party. And now we've, we watched what happened to our ally in Israel with those military age men storming that much more secure border. How worried are you about the virulent strain of anti-Semitism in the Democrat Party, leaving us open to attack on our southern border?
0: Look, Chris, I'm so glad you brought this up because it is our duty to actually call this out. And it is a place that I thought we would never be in this country where, for whatever reason, some people cannot just call evil, evil. Make no mistake, what Hamas did on October, 2nd, October 7th was, in fact, evil. The brutal slaughtering of men, women, and children... Israel has not only a right but an obligation to defend herself, an obligation to the innocent, to peace-loving people across this world, and to their children and their children's children. Would love to talk more about that. But with what we're seeing here in this nation, with the rise of anti-Semitism, it is absolutely unacceptable. I have signed on to a number of pieces of legislation. One of which to say that any anybody on college campuses where this where college campuses are sanctioning these events, where we are talking about pro Hamas, pro-genocide, um, just pro-terrorism events, they should lose their taxpayer funding, period, the end. Any um, any uh, foreign national that is on our soil that is advocating for those things, too, needs to be sent home. We have to stand up. We have to... Um, Stand for good. I mean, I believe people of all religions can coexist in peace and prosperity, Chris, but I do not believe good can coexist with evil. And as Ronald Reagan said, you know, evil is powerless if the good are unafraid. And so we have to we have to look evil in the eye and take it down. And That's exactly what we're seeing here with Hamas. And to your point about the border you know you you mentioned the 8 million people that have come over uh, by the end of biden's tenure we'll have over 10 million people if you put them all in one place it would be the 11th largest state in the united states of america here's something that we need to note there have been 1. 1.5 1. 1.6 depending on what number you look at known godaways. chris those are people that we have seen but we have no idea who they are where they're going or what their intentions are when we look at the rise of number of people that we have caught on the border who are on the terrorist watch list, it's in the hundreds uh, versus in you know between eight and twelve the entire time yeah. during President Trump's um, presidency. We've got to be real. We've got to put the safety and security of this nation first, and we have to do that by truly securing the border, not doing what President Biden wants to do in this supplemental and funding more migration. We've got to make sure as Republicans, those dollars are actually going to border security, not Management.
2: Well, you know, and again, and, and to bring it full circle to Rashida, what we call Rashida M.F. uh, this call for genocide that, that the Democrats refuse to call out by name. And frankly, let's be honest, the Republican Party can't unify to condemn that genocidal proclamation from her is, is also a bit of a problem. And you brought up Ronald Reagan. That's going to lead me to your book because it's a, it's a great setup to the book. Reagan said, at an ecumenical breakfast here in my home state of Texas. He said, without God, there is no prompting of the conscience. And I believe that's why Democrats can do what they're doing to our country right now. They have, as you know, they are the godless party and they have no conscience. So they can unleash through and not condemn Rashida Tlaib, who's calling for a genocide. They can unleash eight million illegal aliens. And we have the number, Senator, at... Closer to three million known God at this point into our into our nation, and they don't even bat an eyelash over putting us in danger. How? What themes do you pick up on in your book about God calling us to do hard things? Isn't it based on having a conscience?
0: Absolutely. You know, when I look at back at the values that I was taught and instilled in me growing up, there the values of faith family, and freedom. These values should not have a party affiliation attached to them. These values are fundamentally American. And going back to looking at working hard to achieve you know um to treating others with respect you know working diligently to make those around you you know giving giving somebody around you another opportunity and to seize the opportunity in front of you and so when i look at the way that our children are growing up and you kind of look at the world um you know you want to just bring us back to that bring us back to the you know these basics that are so critically important and I believe are fundamental are the fundamental foundation of what makes this nation so great. And to your point, I mean, I think we've seen and we talk about this in the book that each generation before us have had to answer the call to defend the foundational freedoms and opportunity that our country promises. And I believe that it is our generation's time to step up, to stand up. And to to fight um, for this country, and I believe you know we we've got to. I, one thing I've done throughout my life is just ask God to walk with us, and that's certainly where we are as a nation right now, and what we need to do um, as we move forward.
2: Well, and it and it gives us the inspiration, and the and I believe it's what it's what we're called on by God to do to leave a better world behind us. And it seems the opposition party, your opposition party, and the ideology that I fight on a daily basis. Left-wing extremism, communism, socialism, they have a different agenda that we ought to oppose. Uh, God calls us to do hard things. Lessons from the Alabama Wiregrass, that's the name of the book. The author, Senator Katie Britt uh, from the great state of Alabama. Lady, thank you very much for the visit, and we'll talk
0: again soon. Hey, Chris, thank you. And I appreciate it. Hopefully this book will help people find their purpose and encourage them to use that purpose to make this world better because we need them. We need everyone to step into the arena right now. And that's what this book calls everyone to do.
2: Amen. Thank you, Senator. And that's going to do it for this Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me and yourself a favor, kids. Visit a couple of websites, texasscorecard.com and chrissalcedo.com. When you're a Texas scorecard, all the big news that impacts Texas and beyond can be found there, including the politics and the races to replace Republicans in name only. Republicans who really are Democrats but couldn't get elected as Democrats, so they call themselves Republicans. The other website, again, chrisalcedo.com. When you go there, check out all of our social media hookups and find the Chris Alcedo shows. You can find the talk radio version on morning radio on AM 700 KSEV, simulcast with Getter and Rumble, and on Newsmax 2. In the afternoon, the TV version of the Chris Alcedo show on Newsmax 1 four o'clock until five Eastern Monday through Friday. Until we visit again, my friends, remember this, a society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government. It is measured by how much power is reserved for you and me, we the people. Stay safe out there, my friends.
1: Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA
2: annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry?
1: Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
2: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.